We are Chris and Beth Bruno, and this is the Walking With Podcast. God called you to walk with people. He called us to help you. Join us for a conversation at the intersection of theology, psychology, and ministry. Each week, our goal is to replace a little bit of your overwhelm with more confidence in caring for the people you walk with. Welcome back to the Walking With podcast. We are launching a new series called The Disordered Life, in which we really break down all of those kinds of terms and diagnoses that people throw around, sometimes jokingly, sometimes they've self-diagnosed or they've diagnosed a friend or somebody, and and yet, do we really know what those mean? So for example, um, a lot of people will say, oh, he's a narcissist, or oh, she's borderline, or um oh, you know, we have a personality disorder here or whatever. And I just don't know that that we, the general population, us non-therapists, really understand what those really mean. Um, so let's talk about that. And let's start by just diving into the difference between what a personality disorder really is and what a mood disorder is and kind of just like big picture, what are we talking about here? Yeah. Well, so this is an important part, I think, for all people in ministry and who are walking with others to help destigmatize some of the things that people struggle with. Like, you know, there's we have illnesses that happen to our bodies. And when you have the flu or you have, uh, you know, some some disease, some cold, whatever it might be, it's that's just normal. But when it comes to these kinds of mental health, emotional health, uh, personal, you know, internal world, spiritual health things, there's a lot of stigma about it. And if we don't talk about it in a, in a knowledgeable way, and if we don't talk about it in a kind way, I think we only increase the level of stigma and particularly in areas of spirituality where we might come come to these you know verses that talk about do not be anxious and do not be angry and all you know do not be sad do not be afraid those kinds of things we we often increase the stigma around what's going on for the person and so i think it is a really important conversation for us to have and that's why we've decided on this disordered life uh, series so you ask the question what's the difference between a mood disorder and a personality disorder now there's all kinds of disorders that are out there uh, that we'll dive into some of them here a mood disorder is something that is more uh, biologically driven and chemically related so this is something where you have anxiety or depression that are uh, more related to how your body is, your the balances of chemicals and hormones and all that that is inside of your body. It's more chemically driven uh, by what's happening in your body. So someone who is depressed is uh, has some could potentially be helped by a medication could be helped by talk therapy, could be helped by a number of other things, getting out and exercising, like there's something physiologically going on for someone who has a mood disorder. And we'll dive in more into what that means. For someone who has a personality disorder, the ones that you mentioned, like, uh, you know, he's such a narcissist or, or, or something like that, 
those are not necessarily chemically driven. They're driven by a significant traumatic event or multiple events that happen in early childhood that kind of have a, a, a break inside of the soul of the person where their actual personhood, which is where it comes that personality, is actually uh, shattered in some ways. And so that person may also then be depressed. They also may then be anxious. But there's something internally that has happened. And so um, medication can be helpful on some in some of these cases, but uh, far more, it's going to be uh, a little bit more intrinsic into the person themselves because it has happened at such an early age and such a severe shift has occurred for that person that, um, that there's there's different treatments to it all. Mm -hmm. So basically, though, you're saying that a mood disorder can be greatly helped with medication mm -hmm. and with talk therapy mm -hmm. and with maybe some you know behaviors or habits or things like that. Right. Whereas a personality disorder is not always helped by medication, if at all, and a lot more narrative, like going back into their story, mm -hmm. is the kind of therapy that's most helpful for someone with a disorder like that. Yes. So I think both can be helped with getting into the story for sure. Um, and those with a personality disorder, you know, a prescription would be helpful. It's more for helping to take kind of the edge off of the emotions and uh, help them regulate themselves because that's the primary part of a personality disorder is that they don't have a sense of self-regulation where they know what to do with their emotions and the highs and the lows that are going on in for them there. So um, some of that is getting into the story, but then a lot of the counseling that happens with regard to a personality disorder is helping to develop the internal skills in order to maintain their own emotional regulation. Mm -hmm. Okay. So... A traumatic event occurs when somebody is extremely young, mm -hmm. and not everyone develops a personality disorder, mm -hmm. and there are lots of personality disorders. Yes. So talk about what that shaping event or events are and, and what happens in a person's psyche to cause you know different end results for different people. Well, with regard to a personality disorder is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. um, so again, people are complicated. And so the I can't say this is always what happens. There's not a prescriptive path to developing a personality disorder. What I would say is that um, these traumatic events have something to do with the internal identity and self of the person to where there is such a shattering that happens in that person's heart, that little child's heart and life that uh, it's, it's literally called a narcissistic wound. It is a wound to their sense of self. So what happens for that person in that moment is that there's now a why in the road. And if they have any reserves, uh, any adults, any, any helpful people in their lives to go to, likelihood is they will, but far too often, those kids in that moment don't have someone to help them process or go through the trauma that they're they're walking through. And so they have to develop their own um, internal structures to be able to survive in the world. And so that moves them into kind of a repeated pattern of wounding and wounding and wounding because they don't have the sense of their own self any longer. Are you saying wounding happening to them 
almost I'm hearing you say almost like they invite it. Yeah, it's it's um it's something happening to them. I would I, I'm really hesitant to say the word invite, but I do think that evil works in those ways where there's a repetitive wounding that that occurs against that person, against that child. But it's almost like they don't have the uh, the best word I can come up with is a shattered self. Like their, their self is shattered. They're trying to put the pieces back together. There's no adult to kind of help them figure that out. And so they're living in this shattered space that they have to develop their own survival skills, their own way of defending, their own sense of management uh, in order to, to try to survive. And really what they do is they can't. They can't come to a sense of management anymore. They can't come to a, a place of being okay. And so, you know, the two, two big personality disorders are, are narcissism and borderline, which we're going to talk about in coming weeks. But what happens for one person is that they have to become big in order to survive. And the other person, they have to become small in order to survive. Hmm. And so that's, that's what I mean, the, the internal wherewithal to contain themselves, to regulate their emotions, to have a sense of like, I am okay in this world, that's, that's shattered, that's lost. Hmm. Well, I know we're going to talk about what this actually looks like. And, and what, you know, somebody who's walking with someone signs or how they might know that they're, they're with a person who has a disorder like mm -hmm. this. But um, let me just say real quick um, about that, that people who have mood disorders, you can see the symptoms in them. People who have more of the personality disorders, you see the symptoms in you. Because the the person uh, with the personality disorder is it's it's almost like they're transferring some of what's going on for them internally onto the other onto you, and so you'll see the depressive person, the mood disorder person, looking depressed, speaking depressed, or the the anxious person, you know, looking anxious and speaking anxious. But those that have the personality disorders, you as the other person, not them, but you are the one that begin to go like, am I, am I off? Like I am. Am I'm, I crazy? Am I crazy? Am I crazy because I'm in relationship with them? And that's where that's some big shift and difference between a mood disorder and a personality disorder, especially for people who are walking with them. You can't see necessarily as clearly the symptoms of a personality disorder. Um, by looking at that person. Well, I think that's so helpful, though, because that distinction is so clear where you're starting to feel a certain way about someone and it's confusing. They might be incredibly, you know, high functioning and charming and liked by many and very successful, successful. Yeah. but you're feeling a certain way and, every, you know, they just evoke this in you, to, but you don't feel that with other people. So it's an incredible sign that there's something awry with that person. That is your sign that right. maybe a personality disorder is at work. Right. And I also want to be really careful that um, we're not diagnosing everybody that we're around, right? That everybody that we're walking with, we're starting to diagnose people. But I think it's a helpful thing for us to step back and go, what is the dynamic that's going on here? I, I'm sure you and I have had people that were like, why do I always feel so bad or confused after I've spent time with that person? Like they're nice. If I, if you recorded the conversation, there wasn't a there wasn't any there was no accusations, there wasn't any anything going on. 
in the conversation where they were saying anything to me, but I came away feeling so full of shame or I came away feeling so uh, confused. And what did we actually talk about? Like those are the kinds of things that happen more in this personality disorder side of things. Whereas, you know, like I said, you see the depression, you see the anxiety, you see the, um, the ups and downs in somebody, you see the ADHD, you see those kinds of things in other people where, um, where you don't as much with personality disorders. Right, which I just think that's great. I think that's really helpful to distinguish between the two without having a, a degree, without needing to read the the DSM, whatever, what's <laughs> yeah. that called? <laughs> yeah, the DSM, yeah. which is the diagnostic of all the uh, disorders. I mean, just that distinction alone, I think, is, is really helpful and practical for people. I think a good place for us to start with uh, those of us who are walking with others is to first recognize our own narcissism. We all have narcissism to some degree, okay? We all have walked through some level of wounding in this area. Maybe it's not a complete shattering like some of the people that would be diagnosable, and yet we all have some level of narcissism. We all have some level of depression. We all have some level of anxiety. And so the best place for us to start is to pause for a moment and begin to ask the question, where do I where do I know those places in me? Where do I experience those things for myself? Mm -hmm. Well, and next week we'll dive into narcissism and talk more about what that looks like and maybe what that looks like in all of us as well. Yeah. And certainly how to walk with someone who you think might be a narcissist, like a diagnosable. Diagnosable narcissist. So we'll see you same time, same place next week. <laughs>